0: It's the Life of a Sports Mom podcast with host Shoshana Cook. We're here Mondays at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Coach Cook's wealth of knowledge within college sports, recruiting, and the NCAA Clearinghouse will bring a new level to what we do. Here Here we go.
1: go!
2: Hey, hey, hey. So it is my show, The Life of a Sports Mom. My name is Shoshana Cook. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And, yes, they say the best for last. We are going to have an awesome show. We have Coach Duck coming on. We have Philip Blackwell coming on. And we have Mr. Mike McBride. Yup, because I was on the West Coast. I wasn't gonna talk mess and y'all been talking mess all day on the show. Oh yeah, let's go. How you guys doing? We're doing
3: well. Hey look uh, coach look, Coach Alvin, every look, everybody, we we this group doesn't talk junk. I'm I'm probably the quietest <laughs> one of the group.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> really now. I Now that's an hear. understatement. Oh, so um, everybody knows I'm from California. My son went to Sierra Canyon. My daughter went to Chaminade. My other daughter went to Highland. I've been sports all my life. But as I became in sports, I started learning Trudy. I really started it with my son because it's a lot. So I have a question to ask, and I would like to get everyone's um, just response on it. I, let's just say I have a senior in high school. What should my senior be doing film-wise? Um, meaning length, um, should he put his height in first? Should cussing words be there, which I already know that answer, but somebody else may need to hear this. Um, where should they be sending it and how persistent should they be with their film? We're going to go with uh, C- uh, Mr. Blackwell. We're going to go with you first. Okay. Well,
0: I think first thing is if your kid is sending film out as a senior, it's odds that getting recruited are slim to none. because so the recruiting process starts way earlier in high school. So the film Uh you're sending out as a senior should be to people who are already interested in you, and it should be the bare necessity film, meaning you should get five minutes of what you would consider a highlight, or you making good plays at your position, and I want to emphasize at your position, and it doesn't have to be a touchdown all the time. It should be plays to show that you have good technique. Um, It should be a few plays where you show that you're not perfect and let the Camera roll and show how that You overcome that bad Situation or that bad play in other words We would love to see the very right next play after Are you a moper or you do you Drop your head and you know That play is stuck on your mind um, Next thing is The films that you do send out uh, For kids now get rid of the music With No coaches Listening to your music especially Most of you guys Hopefully listening you know a coach is nine times out of ten much older than you, so anything you're listening to is a good chance your coach is not interested in in, in listening to it. Um, the last thing is, like you said, no cuss words. I mean, that shouldn't be <laughs> good. But but, but but your video, um, it should be almost like a resume. So it should be your name, your school. Uh, uh, you can put on height and weight and stuff, but people are not really going to believe you. The, unless you can officially say you were officially measured by somebody officially. But nine times don't ten you, you can't. So it should be your name, position, and uh, what school you go to and some type of contact information. And the last question you said, who to send it to. Like I said, if you're a senior and you're just sending it out, you're really not going anywhere. But you should be sending it to the recruiting coordinator for your area of that particular school that you're trying to get seen by. Hopefully I answered all the questions.
2: Yes, you did. Mr. McBride.
4: Good evening, good evening. first um, okay. uh, thing that Coach Blackwell was saying. Um, I, I, I truly believe that uh, first and foremost, um, as, as a person that's inside schools with young people um, all the time, um, one, of, one of the biggest uh, mistakes that they make is that they don't introduce themselves when they first – uh, when their highlight film first starts, and and I, I get the they want to put highlights on, but tell them who you are, your name, um, what your position is, GPA, what school you're you're at, um, those things like that, um, they that goes that that goes a long way. And um, again, um, no profanity, no music. I I, I don't know where these young people get, and and if young people, are, again, you're listening, um, please. Um, a, a lot of times that is turned right down. Um, mm-hmm. So you know it, it, it can be a wonderful song, um, with, with no profanity in it. But if we're in a, a recruiting meeting, we're not listening to the music, and I'm, I'm not going to listen to it. Um, so you know, save that for something else, TikTok or something else. Or so put yeah. that great music in there. Um, also, also, um, I think that. One of the things that we we try to teach our young people is set a foundational base when you're talking about recruiting. Uh, send it to your division threes, uh, send it to your NAIAs in, in your area. Um, then you go up to your division twos, then you go up to your next levels, and then you know you go up to your power fives. Because what happens is when you get up on the people's boards, boards get really funny. It's almost like a chess board, and where you may be number five on someone board, um, you may be number one on a division two school board. Um so yeah. you you need to you need to just make sure that you monitor yourself uh, in a variety of ways. Um, make sure that you stay in constant contact um with folks according to NCAA guidelines and and, and stay with that. And also clean your social media. Clean it it up um, and make sure that even the people that you are connected to, that they're their social media because you don't want someone um, to cost you an opportunity. So so with um, that, I just think that the film um, needs to be, again, about five to six minutes. I had a young man get a wonderful scholarship offer off of just effort, a hustle play. It wasn't about him making touchdowns or you know, getting fat. It was that he ran a player down that was on the other side of the field. And, you know, those things like that, that goes a long way because we, we know that people are going to score touchdowns. We know people are going to get big hits. But what happens when that plays away from you? What, is, what are you doing there that? And so those are the type of things that, you when I speak to young people, I want to make sure that they, not just them, but their parents understand when you put these films together, make sure that you have those things that, that speak volume about you as a person.
2: Yeah, I, I believe that. I think um, a lot of kids, they miss, I used to always say, old oh, play, new play. And someone else had told my son, I think when he started doing his film, show if if somebody caught the ball on you. And then you show what you've done after that. Because they they don't always want to see everything you're doing good. They want to see you mm-hmm. as a complete player. So I do believe that. Now, my coach Duck, what what is your answer, <laughs> Coach Duck?
3: Well, first of all, I disagree with both of them guys.
1: But anyway, <laughs> I
3: think I think that you have a little baby playing in the background. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, uh, both Mike and Philip made great points. And reason why you always hear most of the colleges say, "Hey, you know, I, I like, I love your highlights, but also send me a game film." So the game film is more what Mike and you were talking about, Coach Harvey and Coach right. Blackwell, because they want to see you how you recover from making a mistake. Like Blackwell was saying, dropping your head. What? Okay. Or did you say, okay, hey, he got one on me. I'm gonna get the next one. Right. Also, you want you want to make sure your senior year you can get recruited your senior year, but you gotta research. You gotta get with your coach and you know ask questions. Uh, ask other coaches questions. Uh, what are what are they looking for? I would also go. Which like you said, like Blackwell was saying earlier, it's very difficult to get recruited your senior year, but you can get recruited because some kids, like myself growing up, I didn't grow until a junior or senior year. I didn't develop right. until then, and you're gonna have some some kids are late bloomers, so what you want to do is compare schools i would I would go to a division three school, introduce myself to them if you can afford to. Sometimes you got great assistant coaches like Mike here and on his staff with a coach to say, okay, hey, you know what? I take him to rowing on Saturday. Next week right. you want to go to a Division Two. Let them, you know, let one of the coaches or the head coach take you there. Then you want to go to an FCS school, maybe a Group Five, and then a Power Five. Now you got something to compare them to. But the most important thing, you can do all that want, all all of that you want, but if you don't have your core or you know you're in yeah. now now with the COVID kind of under control you they're going to start by taking the test again so you got to make sure not only you're doing it on the field you got to make sure you're doing it in the classroom so That's having up, your right. height, yeah and have you know you're talking about your height every time you tell a coach like I'm sure Mike never everybody's experienced it uh, how tall is the kid? Kid six three. So mm-hmm. when he sent me a text back, he put down six one. He said, "Coach, mm-hmm. I take two inches off every time somebody tell me the kid is this tall, because most well, of the coaches tell the kid, yeah, add, add height, because that's attractive. If, if if I'm looking for a player to play defensive line, and you send me say, hey, he's 6'4", 275, Okay. Mm-hmm. I right. I'm I'm taking notes, I'm putting something down. Now the kid coming to visit your school, he sits two by two forty five. That's a big difference. So a lot of coaches that's what they always have, come to camp. Let me see the kid. So Yeah. Those are just some of the things, you know, just to kind of pig it back off of what everybody else said.
2: I got that with the height. Cheerleader. She um, so this doesn't. Uh, this is not about her. But my youngest two kids, my daughter, volleyball player. She couldn't pass the eye test. Outside hitter, great player. But as an outside hitter, anybody who's looking for an outside hitter, they want six six feet and above. And it was only when coaches would see her that they would be like, oh. You may not be six feet, but you play as if you're a Mm -hmm. six-feet, six-two player. Same thing with my son. People would see him on TV or, you know, the highlights, and then it would be when they seen him in person, oh, you're bigger than we thought. Mm -hmm. How would you guys, and and this is just a, a, a question that I'm sure, any parent has that their kid is not this 6'3 wide receiver or this six feet running back, whatever it may be. But how would you guys, um what can you say to parents about keeping their kids motivated just, you know, although they don't pass the eye test? I'm going to start with you, um Mr. McBride.
4: Wow. Um, that, that, scenario has, has happened to me many, many times. And um, okay. I, I think that one of the things that, um, as me, me as a parent, um, I have two daughters and a, and a son, um, one of the things that we have to really understand is that some young people have measurables. And um, there's been times where like you said, um, your your daughter, your daughter played bigger than than she her measurables said. But yeah. the the one thing that I think that too many people get caught up into is, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not that that fit. I'm not six four, I'm not six three. And when you when you start to do that, um I think that you put unneeded pressure on yourself. If you kinda of get what I'm saying. Um yeah. if I have a wide receiver and he's six one, but they but their, their need is and I'll say this to, to all my players, every single player, you, you dance with the people that want to dance with you. And, uh-huh. and 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 that's it, you know, because um here's a scenario that I always gave all my boys, and I got a big laugh at it. I said, imagine if you you're, you want to date this one young lady and she kind of likes you and you get the opportunity to go over there and talk to her and she's there, oh, he, he's nice. Um, I tell you what, I'll talk with you, I'll be your girlfriend, only after God, the guy over there says no to you. So I said, how would, you, how would you receive that? They're like, no, because nobody's going to do that. I'm not beat for that. I said, exactly. And so so in recruiting, if if you don't fit the measurables, find the place that you do fit the data. Find that. And and that that is the place that will covet you. That is the place that, that you will learn to love. That is the place that you can have a great experience. Because I've I've had young people go off to like the southern sunny Southern California. And,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and 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 call me back six months later talking about I want to transfer, and I'm like, oh really, really you want to transfer? Okay, well you come on back here. Um, but I I just think that is is one of those things that even even with the parents we we have to um, understand that where our young people sit and be real with ourselves. Be real. I I, I meet a lot of parents. Um, that that say things to me like my son is six foot, two hundred and forty five pounds on <laughs> defensive tackle. I think he could play at Texas A and M. And like, oh, wow. which one what? <laughs> Where? So but but it it'd be a local school that loves them and 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 it unfortunately I've seen a lot of parents kind of turn their nose and kinda of push that school away. And then, in turn, the young person pushes that school. Away. So, I think that we we need to um, get into this this unique space where, given with all, the old saying, "Get in where you fit in," we need to make sure that our young people, you know, understand that you know, tremendously, um, and and not get themselves. And again, don't get yourself into like what's going on on Twitter. Who has who has offers, who has this, who has that, and you put that yeah. unneeded pressure in yourself. But that happens too many times. You you, you put too much pressure on yourself, you don't even perform. Even if you were, even if you did have the measure, then you end up not performing. And so, you know, that's that's kind of what, I, what I say to parents and that's what I kind of say to young people.
2: Yeah, and, and I think sometimes parents and athletes, more so, athletes, because you see your friends getting offers. You see, you, yeah. you know, you see all that hype, and you want to be a part of that hype. You worked hard to get to that hype, but they still need to understand you can only go to one school. So yeah. focus on who's focusing on you. Yeah. That's my motto. If they ain't focusing yeah. on you, then don't. That's not where you should be looking because you're nowhere on their board. That's just where you want to go. So that's that's my motto. What what about you, Coach? What do you think?
3: Yeah, you know, to answer your question about you know what what do you what do you tell these parents? You know, most importantly, you know, Mike brought it up where you know you fit in, where you get in, that type deal. But more importantly, if I know that I want to go to any school, I'm going to make sure that on that tape, if I'm on offense or defense, I'm always visible. I want to create what they call the wow factor. So when that coach clicks on that that link, automatically I'm doing something where he's going to say, wow. I'm going to make sure he don't have to go through the whole link because I, I have created in his mind that I can play on that level. And if you don't do that, and he has to go all the way through those five or six minutes, you might make it to the board. You might not. But right. make give yourself a chance by doing the little things, hustling, be the gunner on special teams or uh, running yeah. down uh, on the kickoff team, returning the kickoff, returning the punt. You know, I'm constantly in front of him on this link. That's going to give me a chance regardless of my height or weight. Yeah. So those are just a few things that you can kind of do that I would tell the parent. No, he might not be big enough for Virginia. He might not be big enough for West Virginia, which I know will probably break his heart, but.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know now I'm Virginia Tech all day, so you know.
0: Okay. I got to be Virginia
2: Tech right now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What Did about she just you? say Virginia Tech? <laughs> yeah.
0: Black.
3: As my son goes you, to you Virginia this, Tech. They play you football Black. there? You know, the, the, oh, oh. My man. oh
2: that, is my that man. Blackwell?
3: My, yeah.
2: <laughs> Blackwell, are you starting already? I thought you didn't talk about Blackwell.
1: Listen, that wasn't yeah, that's trash. Like that's like telling
2: the
1: truth. That's oh, the truth. man. I
2: thought we was going to be friends. Can't even be friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: You go got, got another you mountaineer on the phone. Hey, hey, don't give us start on Mike,
2: but go ahead. All right. <laughs> what about you, Blackwell? What do you think? <laughs>
0: well, uh, Coach Mike he really he really said it. Um, I think the biggest thing is is the the dream, the overall dream becomes a non uh reality factor for, for these people. Uh whether it's the yeah. athlete and your question is about keeping the athlete motivated. Uh, for as a recruiter, if a kid's not motivated, regardless of what the standard is, a college don't want them. So I don't mm-hmm. care what level that is. That's even Division three. You know, if I gotta keep you motivated, that shouldn't be it. But of course, if you're the shorter, smaller guy, yeah, you should be looking at uh, college rosters of these places that you're dreaming of playing, and then go on a roster and look at all the guys at your position. If you're a receiver yeah. and you're looking at the guys that. NC State, and they are the smallest receiver on there is 6'2", and the tallest receiver is 6'6". Guess what type of receivers they recruit? And and, and yeah. that's just a harsh reality. I know because I think I hate to, when I talk to parents and everybody dealing with what I call the second chance, and say, well, so-and-so did it. He was 5'7". Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but what school did he go to? And what, what, what were the circumstances behind him actually going there? Next thing is, when they see their friends being recruited, a lot of them don't even weigh that their, their friend might play a whole other position than, than they play. You know, you might be a running back, but running backs nationwide are a dime a dozen. You know, and your friend who is an offensive tackle, you know, he, he might be getting a look from a West Virginia, you know, but the kid's saying, well, but he's getting an offer. He's getting an offer because he's an offensive tackle, not a receiver. Um, so those are the things that I think – Parents and and the kids don't necessarily want to face the reality of, and I think everybody's putting all the eggs in the basket of being that second chance guy. You know, uh, yes, I know I'm only six one, and but I but my son can throw. He can. He's a quarterback. Yes, but right. all the linemen at on the major one A level, I mean nobody's six one. You know, everybody's six two and above. So can your kid see over top of that? Yeah, you know, so so I think I think that's that's the biggest uh, factor that if people got to face reality. And I'm not here to sh- shoot down anybody's dreams or anything, but you got to face reality and and oh, look at oh, where oh, you.
3: Oh, 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 oh. I don't no, shut, you up, know. shut up,
0: shut up, shut up. I know what he's going to say. <laughs> no, but I'm not <laughs> you, here you to down do
1: that. Already
3: that's no, not, it ain't me uh, shooting down dreams. But go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, but, <laughs> but, DK. But yes.
0: Yeah. So the kid, I think somebody, and, and I kind of put onus on the parents and the coaching. But then the parents get <laughs> wrapped up in it because they have a natural parental bias toward their kid. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I know he's five four foot eleven, but but he but he runs fast. Yeah, but you don't understand what that college coach. That's the recruiter gotta go back to his head coach and the head coach gotta to go to the athletic director to now convince people, this is why I just brought a four foot eleven guy in here. You know? And <laughs> right. So, I mean some I mean, people don't look at it like that. They look at it as this is my child, my child deserves a chance. And and in some situations, kids don't necessarily deserve a chance. You have to look at like we just like coach said earlier, dance for who, you know, wanna dance with you. You know, and, yeah. and look at those people instead of turning down anything that comes along.
2: I've, I've, okay, a, so go ahead.
4: I, I had a situation where um, I had a young man, um, two linebackers in, in our area, and one fit um, the eye test. And the recruiter came in and he saw the young men at the other school, and he came in and he saw our young man. And our young man, he he, he wasn't built like the other young man. And uh-huh. and played very well. Did everything that you needed him to do, um, made plays everything. But he just didn't fit what Pitt wanted. So what I because of the relationship that I have with coach, I said, hey coach, do me do me a huge favor. What what do you think? And he's like, hey hey coach McFly, he's not quite what we're looking for physically. And I said, not a problem. I said, do you have a place? where you think that you can point me in a direction. And this young man ended up getting his self a scholarship to ODU. So he doesn't go to Pitt, but he goes to ODU. And so, so yeah. one of the things that, that I think that 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 we as parents and as coaches that we have to understand that you know what, if you may not be a fit there and that's okay. Everybody can't go to West Virginia. Everybody can't play at Tech. Everybody can't yeah. play at Penn State. But there are places you know, there's places we sent kids to Maine. We sent kids to, to Villanova. We sent kids to Richmond that, that had productive careers that were maybe an inch short. Instead of being a, a six foot four, six foot five defensive end, they're six foot two and a half defensive end. And so, you know, those things that are our young people need to understand that somewhere they started this, this D one or bus mentality. And and I think that it, it it has it has really done a disservice to so many young people because they 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 almost put blinders on when it comes to other schools.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have a quick I have two questions for you, Blackwell. So a little birdie told me to ask you, why do they call you DK? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a little bird.
1: That is not
2: a little bird. That's a duck. <laughs> Your My second question to you, Blackwell, is, and, and and Mr. McBride, you can answer this question too. Should, should, should recruiters tell parents the truth about their athletes? You know, recruiters, and this is not giving them a bad name. But they can say a whole bunch of stuff, and you'd be like, "Okay, I, I got to decipher through what you just said." No,
3: I like to hear. I like to hear Blackwell answer that one. No,
2: Blackwell, I want you to answer. So both
0: of these, both of these questions <laughs> definitely came from a, a person called Duck. Okay, <laughs> not just a little bird. <laughs> oh.
1: oh God.
0: I'm gonna start with the I'm gonna start with the second question first.
2: Second question, oh, okay.
0: we are gonna shift the DK right? <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna go back to that. Should okay. recruiters tell the parents the truth about their kid? And I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't I don't think that's the recruiter's job, because no matter okay. what you tell a parent, they're gonna believe what they want to believe. So when mm-hmm. you tell a parent duck the truth about their kids, a lot of, they never say, okay, they come back and say, well, either you don't know what you're talking about or, well, you know, here's the upside of my kid, blah, blah, blah. They'll never take it because because they go into it wanting to hear what they want to hear. And if they don't hear what they want to hear, then now you got a whole bantering back and forth. So that's right. the first thing. Okay, duck. All right. Um Sometimes when you're a recruiter, you just want to get out of the situation you're in when you're standing there in front of a parent because you might already realize that this parent is not a very realistic person. They're realistic yeah. in their own mind. And because, you know, their kid can't catch a cold in the middle of winter a butt naked, and they want you to say that their kid is a Division One receiver duck, then you can't necessarily say that <laughs> because when you say they can't catch, the parent will say, "Well, he caught one pass over there on the sideline." I am like, "Yeah, but <laughs> well, that's not a Division One receiver."
2: That's okay, a
0: everybody. Well, that's most parents. I am just being honest because they have their parental bias toward their child, and they're going to look for the best in their child, no matter what. You know, and, yeah. and it even happens today on the pro level with social media and that type of stuff. <laughs> Where uh, I had a situation where um, Chip Kelly was coaching at um,
2: uh-huh.
0: Philadelphia, UCLA, and, oh, okay. and a parent 24. and a um, and a parent was reaching out to him because she wanted an explanation whether her kid made the team or not, and we're talking about on a pro level. And then because Chip Kelly did not respond to her, she issued idle threats to him and called him oh, like wow. you know all the all the names, and, of course, you know, this guy would never play in the NFL after that. But but right. it's, not the, it's not that coach's job after OTAs to answer an individual parent whether or not her son made the team or not. You're supposed to sit back and wait for that call. So when a scout, yeah. you know, this is for the listeners, when a scout evaluates your player, I don't think it's the scout's job to tell you if your player is good enough or not. Because like Coach just said earlier, what a situation where it's here. That might not be what they are looking for. Because sometimes sure. that school is looking for a certain image, even just to get off the bus. I understand your kid might be 4'11 and fast, but, yeah, we we can't have that at our school because we have to answer at the um, higher-ups and administrators, why did you bring a eleven kid in here?
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So,
0: so, so yeah, that's it. Now, the DJ the- thing – d k stands for dream killer <laughs> um, <laughs> that is that is a, a a nickname that was given to me uh, by 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 coach raleigh and, and others um for for smashing
1: people's dreams
0: of playing in the NFL by when we would do some uh workouts with them and i would prove to them that they're not caliber people. How about that? Was that a good way of saying it? So
4: wonderful So
0: by 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 me being much older than these guys and I still oh. to prove to them that they're not NFL worthy, that's what they would oh, dream. Killing the yeah, but it's it's now you had to you, you reached your dream. I'm here to show you the truth. <laughs>
1: You're
3: gonna tell uh, okay, okay, okay. I, I'd like to just jump in for one second, Coach Harvey. Uh huh. If you come out there and you change and you get ready to do a lap, and when you almost finish your lap, and he kind of tell you go, go on home, would that not kill your dream? <laughs> yeah,
0: because kill it just, you just a sundial <laughs> to time you. I'm just, I'm just saying, a lap I'm just around saying. a football field. But it, but if you're <laughs> if you're so slow, I could time you with a sundial when we're doing that lap around not the football field. <laughs> no, you're, you're not a you're not a professional you're not athlete at all. So ready. let me go ahead and move you out of the way. I appreciate you changing your clothes. <laughs> let me move you out of the way to limit even more indulgence. Oh. So what oh, wow,
2: Blackwell,
0: what the Post Valley is 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 alluding to is after that situation occurred, I was running a drill with some guys, and I was throwing the ball, and I threw the ball and broke one of the guy's nose. So oh. if I'm throwing a ball and I, it breaks your nose, can you imagine what an actual NFL-caliber quarterback is going to do? That right. was a done deal so,
2: for, for the broke So man. get
0: off the field, get out the way, <laughs> because there's actually <laughs> somebody about, to have a – Let me deal with somebody so, else. Exactly, but <laughs> I get it, I get accused of being a dream killer. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: So I do have another question that I want to throw out to you guys. So, speaking speaking to me as, as let's just say I'm a single mom, I don't quite understand the recruiting. Um, my my child plays, but I don't quite understand everything. How do you explain? I know how you explain the board, you know, where your kid is on the board. But is it okay in the mix of the board for the parents to reach out to the recruiters, or would you say that it's best for the athlete to talk to the recruiter and get a feel of where they're at on that particular
0: school board? I think, I think both should, should reach out uh collectively one joint conversation, not two separate conversations with uh the college. But first thing, if you are on somebody's recruiting board, you know, you mm-hmm. kinda you kinda jump ahead of your question. You know, if you're on somebody's board, you've already gone through the recruiting process. You know, True. you're already you're you're already being considered uh whether you're one, two, three or whatever. But if you're on somebody's yeah. board you've already You've already, you know, gone up that ladder with recruiting, so um, I think I think collectively as a family or all invested parties, whether it's your head coach or wherever, it should be like you know with, with technology today, you know, it should be one one call, you know, one email, you know, cc the, the uh, interested parties on that on that email or whatever, and go from there. But I don't think it should be a whole bunch of individual calls because coaches don't have that type of time.
2: Yeah. Yeah and and also what I learned in, in the process of doing the recruiting uh with my son is <clears throat> I agree with you that if they're if they're reaching out to you, you're you're in that top tier of their board. But I also learned that sometimes they're trying to see if you are going to commit because then it can wipe you out and whoever can be at like seven or eight, let's just say those numbers, I'm not saying that in general, those numbers can push up. Or sometimes they're trying to do it so they can hurry up and say, oh, we got this top kid that just recruited recruited to us and you can be fifth on their board, but they got you. You know what I mean? So it's it's a lot for, I'm just going to say for, for, and, and I didn't do his recruiting by myself. Uh, but it's a lot. I can only imagine if you are a single parent doing this because it's a lot you know so what do you what do you uh think Duck, about the board yeah
3: uh Black, it, it kind of sums it up you know if you're on the board, you have a tendency to get recruited. It just depends on where you are listed on that board if you're the number one if you're the number one guy they have a tendency, even the second guy, they have a tendency to wait on you. But if you are three, four, and five, and they can get a guy that was supposed to go to Alabama or West Virginia U, then they're going to take that guy.
2: Yeah. Not West Virginia, Virginia Tech. Okay. I remember they they don't play football there.
0: Yes, they do. I thought we were talking.
3: I thought we were talking football. <laughs> I, I, I see. It. There oh, you, you go. So, so anyway, if he's going to play soccer, Virginia Tech is a gr- a,
1: a great option.
3: Okay. But, okay, but anyway, yeah, the board the board is important, but what's more importantly is the relationship. If he has established a relationship with the the guy that's recruiting him. So I would I would pay I, – I, I would call if I'm on somebody's board and they're not kind of reaching out to me because if you're on the board and you like four or five, they're going to uh-huh. just kind of feed you that carrot just to keep you hanging on. The ones that's getting that love is number one and number two. Right. So I would kind of – you know, I would get – you get a feel, even when you were your son was getting recruited. You know who's interested and who's not. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting receiving a lot of love, even though you're on that board, I would kind of go. I, I, like Mike has said earlier, I'll be looking at that guy that that wants me.
2: Yeah. And what about you, Mister McBride? what are your thoughts on it? About the I, same. I, I,
3: yes,
4: and and I normally don't agree with Coach Riley. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: this, this is a once in a lifetime agreement here. Yeah, <laughs>
4: it was, so it's going to snow in August here in New Jersey. Um, that, this is a once
2: in a lifetime, uh, yeah, uh, once in a lifetime
4: event. <laughs> um, but but I, I, I do, I do think that it's, it's very important that that collectively, um, the, the, the pen, um, the, the coach, the, the player, um, that they're all on the same page. And uh, you know, yeah. because when when you're when when you're a little disheveled when, when you're having these conversations, coaches pick up on that. And and yeah. you get one person saying one thing, one person saying another thing, and and then as as a coach, I, you know, we have we have lots of friends that, that recruit young people all the time. It just sounds a little skewed and then you start saying to yourself like, you know what, I'm not sure. If this is going to be a good fit, um, and so we want to make sure that that communication is always it, being effective in communication. Um, saying what, what, asking the the right question when when you're talking to the recruit. Um, yeah, you know, making sure um, that that you that you have the courage to say, coach, if 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 I'm not a good fit. Um, I definitely would appreciate um, if you said to 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 my player, um, this is this is not this is not going to work for us, or, or we're going to go in another direction, or or if there's someone above the board or above us on the board. We we get it. I understand it because I brought, I explained it to all my players, all my parents, so they kind of understand how the the board is a moving is moving pieces, and um, I think that when you do something like that. Um, integrity wise um, you start to open up really strong relationships and um, and that's what, that's what all this is about having strong relationships and going forward
2: yeah, so <clears throat> we talked about making sure that their social media is clean um that's That's extremely important because all those questionnaires you fill out you have you basically put in all your social media there. So, Mr Dream Killer, let me just ask you this question. <laughs> if you was a recruiter for college, <laughs> do you pay attention to the parents? How they how they act, how they you know, their response is do you pay attention to the the parents when you're recruiting the kids? Could that be something that will stop you from recruiting that particular kid because it's a parent? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You there, Blackwell? We must have lost what about you, Coach? Hello, can you hear can you me? Oh, I okay. can hear yeah. you. Now. Did you hear my question? Okay. Yes, I heard your question. I was
0: answering, but I've something going on. But um, okay. yes. The answer the answer is yes. You pay attention to the parents because even on the pro level uh, and the college level, you know when an organization gets you, whether it's pro or, or, or college, they get everything that come with you. So yeah. that's why that's why they're paying millions of dollars uh, to Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know college was a part of that scandal when mm-hmm. he sold the the rights to it. So that allows us to see anything a kid on that social media has done in the past up to two years, even if it's been deleted. So of course I'm going, to, we're going to even evaluate the parent if the kid social media is, is dirty, as as we were just saying. These people said, yeah, uh, that that they need to clean it up. And I'm like, you know, as a scout, why do you need to clean it up? So what type of foundation do you have? You know what? What what type of parents do you have, or guardians do you have, where your social media is dirty? So yeah, yes, all yeah. Of, all of that comes into play because, like I said, the, the the investment in a scholarship or whatever, because you're going to represent my university. And when you represent my university, that's in the mall, that's at home, that's on social media or whatever. So I always tell kids, let's go and get rid of social media. It's not a necessity. It's I mean, people are making it out like it is a necessity but it's actually hurting more kids than it's actually helping them. Um, this so past Twitter year, is
2: not a necessity with, like, sharing your film? Like, no. You know, really? No. no. So you, it's you just
0: tell me something new. You can give me your Twitter feed if you want, but so the problem is a lot of times when you give me your Twitter feed, it's a feed. It's, it opens yeah. you up to everything else that you're doing. And then now I get to see more than you probably wanted me to see. Because, like you say, it's not cleaned up or because of who you're friends with or who who is uh, responding to your Twitter feeds, whether it's the vulgar language or whatever. So I don't think that I would even have a kid, and the kids that I've dealt with directly, all 17 of them, that's D1 and now and in the pros. Uh-huh. No, we, we we got rid of, completely got rid of social media. And kids now, just like with their cell phones, they have made this these main arteries in their life. Like they can't do without it, you know. And, and I've seen kids send uh, social media feeds while on the field. You know, they score the touchdown, they go to the bench, and they reach underneath the bench and they get their phone out, and, and, and they got a tweet or whatever that what they oh, just wow. did. They don't realize. Colleges can even look at the, 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 the time stamp. So how yeah. are you at 7:15 saying I just scored when you're in the game? <laughs> right. and, and these are the, right. right. So so these are the things that are making colleges dig even deeper into your life. So if you sent me a Huddle link because your school pays for Huddle, um, I know parents now they're paying for Huddle. Uh, if you sent me yeah. a Huddle link and show me football, no sound, this and that, that's a more powerful recruiting tool than. All of the shenanigans that come with your social media, and I think I think as looking in the parents, like you, when are you the parents going to step up and control that situation? Going back to your question, yes, we look at the parents. We look at what type of yeah. person is is guiding this kid. Hmm.
2: That's news because I've always like when my son started like put in his film, it was always about, okay, put it on Twitter, tag that person, and, and let it just keep spinning. Because that was what, you know, what was told, like, that's the new age recruiting of getting them out there yeah. is putting it on Twitter and tagging people.
0: But but have you noticed you haven't really heard college coaches say that? Because when you're tagging me, I, I, mean, I mean, you know how many times people are tagging Nick Saban? You know, because oh, they yeah. want to go to Alabama. So, right. do you think these coaches are really sitting around by their social media, looking into social media to recruit a kid? I don't have to. I'm yeah. Nick Saban. I- I'm-, I'm-, I'm Clemson. I really don't have to. They're going to high school games and getting high school players filmed. Say, so, hey, send me your huddle link. You know, and let me evaluate some film. But, but, but you got to think you're only posting on their your your touchdowns. You're only posting the good stuff that you did. That's why we have to see game film to see exactly what type of player you are, because right. you, you know with technology you can cut up a film and make this kid look like he's better than Jerry Rice, you know. But <laughs> true. then, when, but then when you actually see <laughs> him, you know, you're like, oh my goodness, like this
2: kid is awful.
0: <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs> you gonna say that Dream Killer. You just keep saying that. So, so, and, and and what I think
0: is, I think just like, just like we're having a show here, I think it is very much needed for parents to have some type of seminar to go to to sit down and hear this stuff that they are much of an active uh, participant in the recruiting process just as well as the kids. And like I said, oh, if your if your kid has has dirty social media. It represents you and your household, you know. Yeah. And that goes back to the high school coach, everything. High school coach, this is what your kid does. And, and of course, high school coach says, well, I can't control him, what he do, do off the field and all that other stuff. But, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of kids, which I wish we could reveal names, that are losing out on scholarship and college scholarship
3: opportunities just because of social media. Well, yeah, that's that, that I'd like to jump in there with Coach McBride. And, and, and I know uh, he's listening to that part of it, too. Two things that Blackwell brought up. You know, first of all, we all three of us have coached. If a kid brought I, – I don't know any kid that I've been around or if I've coached that would bring that cell phone out of the locker room without right. me collecting them. So for someone to do that, that's you get that's administrative right there. Somebody has to be the adult. That's a no no. Number one. Number two. We talk about the Twitter. You still have colleges, and not all of them. You still have colleges telling the kids put the links on Twitter because that's another way for them to follow them to see what they're doing on social media. But with the, yep. with the Twitter you, you're talking about, the thing is I would use Twitter, if I'm a young man, it's just to create what we talked about earlier, the wild wow factor. Because if I could get them interested, I'm hoping that when they do ask my coach for the whole game, now I would be offered a scholarship. So it has right. a value to it. And then the other part, like you said, it could be it could hurt them, but in more chances than not, I'm gonna take my chance of putting it on Twitter and create that excitement so somebody can recruit me. That's yeah my opinion. Right, right.
0: now, real, think, real quick with that, and I agree, but 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 I think what happens in our world and society is we all mix up definitions. So the definition of that wild wow factor, I definitely understand what you're saying, Coach, but. Man, these kids will make a five yard catch, and yo, that was a wild factor, <laughs> And you know, five yard
1: catch. I'm Stop it! No, Stop I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm stopping DK. You
1: Blackwell, you, your name is no. DK
0: boy. That's right. I'm telling you stuff that is <laughs> these kids are really sending out, which is which is you know messing up anything. I mean, I mean, you know, the cell phones can be used for really good things, but it also can be used for bad things. And these kids are sending out film that that you're looking at. I'm. Just, I'll, I'll look at a parent. Like, you really think this is good? And uh, and then one thing I always tell people, I one thing I tell people, people don't understand how good good is.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: They don't understand how good good is because they see TV. They see this is what I want. So kids say, hey, I want to go play for Oregon. They want to play for Oregon because Oregon has the ugliest uniforms in America, and they got. TV <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and and you were, and in you were, reality you were, you were. <laughs> No, I'm just saying in reality that's what attracts seventeen year olds now. Video games, ugly uniforms, multi helmets and I mean that's a part of the recruiting process of making their uh programs out there but at the same time the kids don't understand where Oregon is. You know, they don't understand what it takes to get into Oregon on down the line. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying the colleges are doing what they're supposed to do on their end, but like those with the, the wild factor, yes, we would love to see that on Twitter. But it's because because that wild factor happened just minutes ago or last night. I can see it, but these kids are not these kids are flooding social media with things that are not wild factors. You know, they're flooding social media with you know the fingers and the gestures and and look at me in my uniform type stuff, um, and and that's where I was saying. The kids that I've got recruited, we didn't use any social media, and they all went
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, because I, we know how to talk to people. We know how to exhibit stuff. We know how to go to junior days, and we know how to show off. Well, like Coach Riley said, I'm going to show you the wow factor. You know, this kid, you know, blocking punts by leaping over the the, the back that's trying to block him, you know, on, on his vertical loop. You know, those are things that are wow factors,
2: not, like you say, a five-yard catch. And what a- do you think, Mr. McBride?
4: I just want to go back to one of the statements you made in reference to um, family and and when they recruit uh, players. And and I've had huge family meetings where I had to explain to parents that you'll understand they are investing hundreds of thousands of dollars into your family for your young person. And you're part Mm of this process. And so, so, when they come and they meet you and they see you up in in the stands they 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 want to know what's coming What what do they have coming to their camp so if you're <laughs> up in the stands and you're acting a fool, if you're acting a fool here, you're gonna work the fool there um, so, so you know, there there is times that again, I think that that we as 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 leaders um we we need to to say to you know, that particular group. And now I'm not saying all of our parents, but most parents and most family members, they they, they conduct themselves as they're well supposed to and have a great time. But you have that group and they happen to have a, a super and elite, talented young person. So, it, it's just so unbelievable. So what what I think needs to happen is you need to, we need to sit them down, down and say, listen, this work, this can cost you. This can cost you yeah. in in the long run. There's been times that I had players that drafted that the, that the the NFL background check form comes, and 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 part of the thing is family. How 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 are they with their family? How's the family, and what is the family life like? So those things go a long long way. And and I, I think that that we and I'm not saying that we have to all of a sudden become saints and and those things like that. But what I'm saying to you is you, you can't come up there, folks drinking, folks smelling like you know weed and all this stuff like that, screaming and howling, yeah, that's my baby, that's my boy, because you know what? They're going to look and say, you know what? They can keep that right here. They can they can stay right here. Instead of taking this young person out to Ames, Iowa, where, where these folks are going to come out there, and they they might just cost me my job. They so, might they cost me my job, so, so you know those. That's that's just my my little my little spill on it at, at the end.
0: Can I chime in with that real quick? Um, just you sure can. Well, just for the listeners, you know the sad part is coaches are hundred percent right, and me being a part of that process of evaluating the parents and the families and that type of stuff. The sad part is when when the NFL sent out those those. Questionnaires, or, or or we us investigators go out and investigate these families. The players and the families will never know why they didn't go. You know, they'll they'll never oh, get wow. an answer to that question because I mean the NFL is a multi billion dollar organization. I got time to tell you why you're not making it. You know, right? And 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 that's just a harsh reality. So so even on a collegiate level, you know, their kids, you know, because of social media, no one will know. But the NCAA sends a note telling every college, regardless of what level, you can't mess with this kid because of his social media. But these are things that will never be revealed to anybody below that scouting level, meaning that's high school coaches, that's parents, or whatever. We don't got time to go bantering back and forwards or for somebody to say, oh, man, we fixed it now. Come, come recruit us now. You know, and I, I've explained that to all my athletes just because I'm biased that I, I actually do it. I actually work it, you know. So uh, the situations where we don't tell the players, I mean, I think, like you said, this seminar or your, if your listeners is really listening, they got to understand that nobody's going to tell you why your kid didn't make it, you know, because you all screwed up or because your kid is hanging out somewhere and you swear you're a great parent but your kid is doing something that he or she shouldn't be doing, but us, us, re, recruiters slash private investigators, we're 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 finding out information about your kid that you don't understand, you know. Ah. So, so, so a lot of that goes on. But I said the sad part is the kid and the parents would never know, and then that's when they go to Coach McBride and Coach, why am I not getting recruited? You know, and Coach is like, I don't know, but to find out later on, it's because we already know that. You hang out on such such corner or something
2: like that. Whew. So I want to thank each and every one of y'all for coming on my show, my very first show. So thank you, Mr. McBride. Thank you, Dream Killer. You didn't kill my oh, dreams today. So I thank And thank you, Coach Duck. I will be back <laughs> Monday, and I'm pretty sure I will have you three on again with me. <laughs> so thank you, guys. Very, very I got to change my name. You guys have a great evening And thank you again
0: Good night You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio With Shoshana Cook We make it easy to talk sports